Yo, Chuck, run a power move on him. May I say something to you to give you a true knowledge of yourself and life so that the same glory and success attained by other men who understand themselves may be yours? Man in the full knowledge of himself is a superb and supreme creature of creation. When man becomes possessor of the knowledge of himself, he becomes master of his environment, the captain of his own ship, the director of his own destiny, the accomplisher of his own ends. Five, four, three, two, Yeah, do the one. meditation shit, son. <laughs> Level, level, level. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Brooklyn Combine. We are the Brooklyn Combine. Um, welcome to the podcast this week. We're going to do a quick little roll call. Who do we have in the room today? Um, Kenneth Montgomery. Uh, I'm here. You know. Peace. You got the brother Molly. You got a nice shirt, too, man. Thank you need that shit it's when we're done. So that's, a that's a shacket. That's a shacket. Hermagod. Hermagod. You can find it on hermagod.com. Oh, that's slash Mally. Who's 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 this talking right now? What's your name? That's yeah. What's Phil. Your name? That's Phil. And um, no, 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 no. Lovingly known as Uncle Phil. Lovingly known as Uncle Phil. I hear that beautiful that beautiful voice. So before we before we get into who that beautiful voice is, I'm Barnabas. Um, you know, back. I guess you know on the wheels of steel. Wheels of steel. Um, uh, this week um, we do maniac. have a, a yeah, I'm a cool. fucking maniac. Guess. <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> sometimes. Um, but we have a, a a special guest, a beautiful guest yeah, with a beautiful you. head of hair just rolling yeah, off her shoulders. Yeah, yeah. All right, and uh, what's your name? Tell somebody about the. Beauty. No, we know it. <laughs> Tell somebody about the beauty. Which, which, and, 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 and who, Danielle Brown. My man. name is Danielle Brown. We have Danielle Brown in the Mom. building. Um, oh. Melting the walls down. She's so yeah, hot. Yeah, she bad. Um, so um, we she have uh, interesting. So let, let me just say this real quick. Every single person in this room, I think with the exception of Mally, might be drunk. Oh, on nah, the microphone. Said, no, what is, yo, is that not true? Whoa, 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 whoa. That's not true. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's not true. You're the drunk. I'm the drunk. Yeah. yeah, you drunk. Yeah, man. That's fine. What are you talking I'll about? I'll take drink the champs. The drink Jesus champs. Christ. Right. So we not. So this is not a drink champ. Everybody's a crook. All right. So um um we have uh we have a, a great podcast. This is gonna be a lively podcast. The, uh, I'm lying. There have been no libations. There've been heavily um this guy treats have heavy uh in in ingestions of water um and so we're going to roll that h2o into the conversation so how's everybody doing today oh, man. all right but hold up i do want to hear right before we started recording mm-hmm. it was a story that funk was about to go into about our brother our brother the pack i call him the pack kenny with with, with his apparel wasn't there a scenario funk, where you gave son a real ill polo shirt yeah. And it somehow yeah, we it, got, it got restructured. We're not doing that today. No, hold on. It, got, it got restructured. No, 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 no. You're talking about the jean shirt? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not. That's not. I tell. Because we were talking about fashion. Not, no, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. Why are so you talking eager about to tell fashion? that story, bro? Um, bro I didn't so, know. so just real quick. So what we, you know, Kenny's a very stylish guy. Fuck out of here, man. And Phil is a very stylish guy too. We're trying to figure out. It's a compliment. Please take it, Kenny. I know somebody who met you on the street, and they said. Yeah, I met Candace's husband, and I thought to myself, damn, he's an attractive guy. But before she knew, she said, who is this attractive man dressed like 
So Yo, Dan- Danielle should start off nice. Stacks. So just real quick. Three Stacks is one, one, he's one, one of my favorite. Style. He's yeah, my he's, favorite he's rapper. He's one uh, Danielle, since we got you on the podcast, how do you... You, no, you seem on, very familiar. Wait, 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 hold on. No. All right, go ahead. Three, 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 three Stacks shares my born day. We got the same freaking born day. Oh, that's crazy. That's why y'all... That makes sense. You a fucking maniac. Is this a fashion? Hold on, hold on. Hold on, now. I want to say something. We usually... It's a lot of... I've heard we are... Masculine feminists. We've been <laughs> every, every, every Barry, you and three stacks. Every Barry. No, man. What the fuck are <laughs> you talking about? Oh, 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 yo, oh, yo, oh, oh, yo, get this guy. Oh, no, I want to be clear. Yo, you a fucking Speaking yo, man. Fashion, though, those glasses you have. Yo, I was yo, say this shit. Yo, them glasses. Yo, I'm like, why do I keep gazing upon Phil's beautiful face? Is it your beautiful face? Is it your beautiful face? No, it's fucking glasses, man. You corny. Don't do that. For that. Listen, I, give him a pound, you know? I want to say um, we're usually us, but we're very cognizant of the world. And we've, you know, we've had Nadia Lopez here. Mm-hmm. a few other people we've had here. But All the powerful sisters. Dr. Yeah, Barbara. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dr. Barbara. Oh, man. 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 But me, personally, I'm just speaking for myself. I've always wanted Danielle Brown on our show. She's a beautiful woman. Mm-hmm. She's beautiful. She's smart. She's bright. Um, she's intuitive. She's funny. She's, yo, yo, she, she's, she's a lot of stuff. So I'm really happy she's that she's here. She's a lot of black woman. Can you yeah. talk about yeah. the experience of being a black woman in Danielle even before we get deep we're gonna go into she has her, her listen, own podcast. If, her own podcast cocktails and cancer and it's not something to be laughed at or or um take dismissed lightly, sure. or taken lightly thank you uncle mally it's it's real it's her and her her, her partner um who survived cancer and they, their show, their podcast is brilliant, is bright, is smart, is refreshing. So we have her. And she, she, you know, you know, we figured this shit out, you know. What's yeah, up, DJ? I'm I'm, I mean, listen, I'm happy to be here today. I, you know, um, we started off, we were across the street having a cocktail. We were. <laughs> All oh, wait, of us wait, were. I'm sorry. We... That dispels what we started off. Yeah, but all of us was, man. You were trying to put Mally... We had a drink. We're not drunk, though. Yeah, we're not drunk. No, but you did say when we were across the street that you were feeling a little saucy. Yeah, you did. (laughs) What I meant to say... No, 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 no. Look, look, look. But we were talking about relationships when we were across the street, and Kenny did say that he wanted to talk about my podcast, which is called Cocktails and Cancer with MJ and Danny, and Kenny just said that I do it with my partner. She is my partner in business. She is not my woman. <laughs> <laughs> it's very funny that you said that because I would have made that because you, you know what? That's the language that we that's use. You know what, boy, boy? No, that's no, no, because you ain't graduate, boy. That's why, boy. Yo, it's all good. Yo, boy, into men. So. Listen, she her, listen, 
Ex- listen. I have. And she's Guyanese. Oh, wow. wow. So she has like, How that if you ever hear her, her southern... mother speak, you're like, well, what's what? going on here? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she twanging, she twanging with the patchwork. Yeah. So for those of you guys who cannot see um, Sister Danielle Brown, yeah, she's, she's about beautiful. nine feet tall. <laughs> she got she a beautiful five, head six, of five seven. eleven. I've been going you, around saying I was five eleven. Somebody mentioned me the other day and said, "Yeah," but they told me I was five ten and a half. I'm so she, so she's so she's nine feet tall, big beautiful <laughs> head of curly hair, peanut butter complexion. Yeah, she oh. What's that shade of lipstick that you're wearing? As a matter of fact, today I, it's it's not lip bar. Okay. It's and actual, she got dimples. Fenty? A, I don't. Fenty? I, do I have a dimple? You I don't do. Think you I have small you got dimples. Here's the thing. This lipstick, I'm I'm happy you asked. I mixed it today. Oh, I normally do a red it? ruby woo, but mm-hmm. today I have on some. It's Mac, but I don't know what it is. How do you do that? How do you mix? I just put this lipstick on because I thought that with the gray sweater I had like a little purpley lip, but I really like red. First of all, I love you like you know what you talk about. Feel like lipstick. First off, Phil don't know anything about any little mad stuff, son. Fenty, you don't know shit. You know nothing, man. For the record, lip bar is a Fenty record. I know mad shit. I used to work at women's wear. You said that? You did, but you didn't do that. We ain't fucking work with that. You guys haven't noticed. This motherfucker. We got like two clients that focus on. Oh my right. So you guys haven't noticed there is a extreme amount of familiarity in the room. Um, so, so I want to take advantage of that. I want to go way, way back. Yeah, I want to know how too. do you know these the Philly? I mean, Phil, Philly, Philly dog, and Kenny. How do you how do you know these? Philly guys? So, because I want to hear some embarrassing okay, so shit. So, a quick story, a, yeah, a true yeah. story. A quick story is that I met Phil. We went. We all went to Hampton, but not at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. I have a cousin who I knew Phil before I knew who Phil was. Mm-hmm. Um, in high school, I had a cousin who had the biggest crush on Phil. She used to come on. <laughs> I don't even, she, she'll Philly die move. if she knows. I'm not going to blow up and say who it is. But I got a cousin who used to be like, oh, I saw him today, like it was really like, you know, and I was like, who the fuck is this? What's his shoulder shrug? That shit is like, in high school, she used to love Phil. Like, they used to come home. I, I, I went to school in Queens. I'm from Queens, but my cousins are from Bed Stuy, and I used to spend my weekends in Bed Stuy. Okay. They would come home and talk about Phil. So Phil went to Hampton. They didn't even know he couldn't read. That's crazy. (laughs) So, so, um, so I'm interested in this, uh, this uh, podcast, cans, cocktails and cans. No, we we gonna get we gonna get to that last. I I do have to ask one question though. Yes. Are cocktails a cure for cancer? No, Come no, on, cocktails are not a cure for cancer. But I'm going to tell you about the name okay. because um, people do ask about it quite often. Um, cocktails and cancer, um, the name originated by my friend MJ Michelle James, who is a three-year breast cancer survivor. Um, and she, when she found out that she had breast cancer, she didn't tell anybody. She didn't want anybody to know, with the exception of like myself and a few other friends. And we went through the whole journey with her. Um, but at three years, at her three-year anniversary, she was like, she read an article about the fact that black women are dying at a higher incident than any other segment. And so she was like, I have to do something about this. And her thought was to have this podcast. She called me. She asked me if I would be her co-host without question. I said yes. The cocktails come in 
she likes to drink. She mm -hmm. likes to go out. And it's not really that she likes to drink. She likes to be social. Mm -hmm. And when she had the conversation with her oncologist about having chemo, she asked her, can I still have a cocktail? And the doctor asked her, is that important to you? And she said, yes, it is. And she said, it's important to me because I want to still feel like myself. Mm -hmm. I want to still be able to go out and be social. And the doctor said to her, if that's important to you, then I will allow you to have one cocktail. And it was at, at a certain time. Like, I don't remember exactly when, but let's mm -hmm. say she had the chemo on Wednesday. Then maybe like on Friday, you could have the mm -hmm. cocktail. But the doctor said, if you come back on the next Thursday and your numbers are off, you can't have any more cocktails. Good thing for MJ. So it was just like one cocktail that she had once a week or something, mm -hmm. you know, if she had it at all. So it had to but, be a so good that's ass, what, Yeah, it had cocktail. to be a great cocktail. Well, it was probably like wine or something. But <laughs> on the show, you know, what we often say is that cocktails and cancer are really like the antithesis of each other. And oftentimes people celebrate, uh, uh, relate cancer with death. Mm. And cocktails is about a celebration. It's about life. And yeah. that's what we're talking about mm -hmm. on our show all mm. day, every day. It's not a doom and gloom show. Right, we are, right. you know, pretty funny. We laugh, we talk, and we cry on the show mm -hmm. as well. We just talk about life. And mm. it's really about showing up as women for each other, for the people in our families and our friends, and just what it means to be connected in this world where we stay on our phones and mm. looking at some screen instead of looking at each other. So that's interesting that you bring up the point about um, uh, being connected, socializing, being happy. Um, was that one of the things that um, uh, came up, you know, being social as a, as a, as a healing property of... Um... For Michelle? Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, she's a very active person. Um, she's a hustler. There's nothing about her that stopped when she found out that she had cancer. cancer. It was... you, know, you know, for me, it makes me really sad. Um, you know, I was raised by... A lot of women, uh, my mom, aunts, god, mother, god, family, a lot of packed with women. Um, in my lifetime, a lot of the men who I, I really looked up to, they died really, really early. Mm -hmm. the, the black women survived. Mm -hmm. um, black women in general are brilliant, smart, bright. Um, if you look at this white nationalistic experiment, which a, which is what America is, if it wasn't for black women, this shit would fall apart. Um, and I think about medical apartheid, which is a book that I have, and it talks about, you know, what's happened to black people um, from the medical standpoint. And I think about black women and it bothers me. Because I'm like, damn, why are black women and women of color, not just black women, mm -hmm. women of color, mm -hmm. suffering from a medical standpoint deeper than the numbers and the standards for everyone else? Um, there are a few reasons. Um, first of all, I know you. I know you all know that as a community, we have issues with the medical industry overall mm -hmm. we don't trust them mm -hmm. um if you think back with to good the, reason yeah with good reason mm -hmm. to think back to the tuskegee study mm -hmm. and i mean why would we mm -hmm. um but you know black women have a tendency to put the mask on everybody else first mm. right right and, can you break that down just a little bit um yeah you know like when you get on an airplane and they say um put the mask on yourself first as a means of survival because 
as a woman, as a, a protector and a, um, a caregiver, your first thought is like, let me protect you. But the truth is, if you can't breathe, how are you going to make sure that somebody mm. else is breathing mm -hmm. properly? Mm -hmm. um, unfortunately, um, in the United States, almost 80%, I think it's like 76% of black women are single head of household. Mm. As she goes, so goes the house. Mm -hmm. And it's not until it's too late that she realizes that she has to keep herself together. Of course. But oftentimes keeping herself together means making sure the kids are straight, making mm -hmm. sure the house is straight, making sure this is right, making sure the money is still coming in. You know, she's doing all of these things. Her health is the last thing last that she's thing. thinking about. And, it's been and when she does go to the doctor, mm -hmm. she's not asking the right questions. The doctors are thinking, you're not informed. I'm just going to tell you what to do. Like a real quick story. I have a cousin who went to get a mammogram. Women out there, age of 40 and over, please go get a mammogram on a regular basis once a year. Um, my cousin went to go get a mammogram and they told her that they felt something in her breast. And then they said, um, but you, contact your doctor, get an appointment with him, and then we'll see you in like, the next appointment available was like three months. And she called me and told me, and I was like, the fuck out of here. <laughs> they telling you that they feel something in your breast That's and they want you to months, wait three months, months to get an appointment yeah, with him? Call them back and tell them that you, whatever the next step was, because like sometimes if you have dense tissue in your breast, they do a mammogram, but then they have like other stages, like when they do a, um, like a full like um, a CAT scan or whatever mm -hmm. to, to really look at it. No. So she called them back and she got an appointment like the next week yes but had she not had that conversation with me she would have waited three months, three months. to see what's going to happen and a lot of women that's a part of the stuff that me and michelle want to hone in on it's like a lot of times we don't talk to people about what's going on we're just living our life it's like oh, okay that happened i'm just gonna move it's like no sis stop and talk to somebody we need each other we need advice we need to talk to one another um, I went off topic about why. No, 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 you didn't. But we good. We right on. But, but just, yeah, just, no, just, just, just really quick though, we're gonna take a quick, quick break, music break, and then we're yo, gonna yo, come D, back. What, what's your, what's your favorite? What's your favorite? What's your What you listening to right now? What's your favorite genre of music right now? Mm, right now. Yeah, don't tell me to percolate. Time for the percolate. No, no, no. I'm not a percolator. Even when I was at Hampton, I wasn't percolating. There's nothing wrong with a slow, quick Right now, I'm really into like, I don't know, what is it, like indie, neo, soul kind of thing? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the new, the new fake neo, soul. I've been listening to Sarah's album. But there's this song right now called, she says, she's low tide. You know drama or drama or whatever? Dread, dread, dread. Yeah, dread. So dread from VA. Yeah, yeah, but there's a girl that sings with him, and the name of the song is... Oh, you talking about the, uh, the um, homegirl from DMV was a white girl. Not the white girl. I'm going to um, tell you right now who it is. What's the song we used to play with? And Snow Allegra. I like her, too. All right, so we got you. So we're going we gonna to take a quick music break. We're going to come back, and we're going to hear more about this, um, this, this, this health uh, situation with a lot of women. And so we'll be back. Cause I'm not just anybody My love won't be taken down by a bullet And I've tried everything But I'm best at disappearing In your
Yeah, my cousin. So, I mean, she went and she got it, but I just think that it's important for us to have conversations with one another so that we so that we educate one another or 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 we at least tell each other to stop and ask a question, mm-hmm. you know, um because that's what it's about, especially with black people. Mm-hmm. If you if you think about historically, even when it comes to like advertisement, I work in the advertising industry. For years, advertisers didn't want to have conversations with black people period yeah. so everything that we endo- it's about peer endorsement it was like oh that works for you i'm gonna try it that's mm-hmm. why youtube is so big with our community mm-hmm. because we're looking at the youtube especially like now that we thank god we're back like listen i'm gonna rock my fucking natural hair like this is what i'm gonna do right. and or not right it's about a choice True. i could walk into work today mm-hmm. With my hair natural, I could straighten it if I want to. I could put on a wig if I want to. I could put some braids in it. I could do whatever I want to with my hair. Mm-hmm. It's a long time coming. We couldn't always do and that. And you were doing that before you even encountered anybody else. Yeah. Every variation. Yes. You were embracing it off. Yeah, yeah. And so back in the day, it was like, so now when we're on YouTube, I'm looking at other girls like, oh, her hair type looks like mine. I'm going to try the product that she has. I'm not waiting for the advertiser to tell me this works for you. And the same goes with the conversations that we're having with one another about what we say to the gynecologist when we go to mm-hmm. the doctor, what mm-hmm. we say to our general practitioner mm-hmm. when we go to like, it's like, no, these are the type of conversations that we have to have. But if we don't stop and talk to one another about that, then we have no idea what we're supposed to be doing once we get into the doctor's office. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's I'll tell you what else, because somebody else is having a conversation about you. Mm-hmm. And that's the reality. And it's big business. Like you mentioned the, the sister Harriet Washington and her, her new book, 
Deadly Monopoly. Yeah, yeah, yeah I see. Deadly Monopoly is incredible, and it speaks right to what you're getting at. Where it is a there's unfortunately a boatload of money being made off of our ignorance. Mm -hmm. So the same as in tech as it is in healthcare, mm -hmm. we tend to, as a people, shy away. But we need to be more than embracing. We need to be trying to dominate, especially as it relates to our well-being. Yeah. But you know the interesting thing you're saying that you know social media and YouTube is a huge uh, influence on people's you know buying awareness and purchasing uh, uh, behavior. How is uh, the podcast and the work that you guys are doing helping to kind of create that same uh, initiative in, in, in regards of cancer awareness? So, I mean, there are a few things that we do. First of all, um, like I said, MJ is a cancer survivor. And, and the women who stop and listen to it, um, we, well, MJ and I got into this program called the Google, Co the Google Podcast Program, um, sponsored by PRX. And um, they teach us how to develop our podcast and how to develop our audience and to really understand who it is that we're going after, who's our POV. And what we realized after doing a lot of like, you know, interviews with different people who listen to the podcast or don't, our POV, um, we have two, three at most. One of them is a woman who um, is the woman who was diagnosed with cancer. She's a cancer survivor. And now she's trying to figure out what is life like after cancer, mm -hmm. right? Then you have the woman who is about, you know, 33 years old. She goes to the doctor only twice a year for her gynecological appointment. And the only other time she said that she goes to the doctor is if she's dying. She mm -hmm. was like, I'm not going. Mm -hmm. I don't trust them. I, she barely takes medicine. She works out. You know, she talks to her homegirls and her sisters about where her health is going on. And then you have the other woman who's listening to the podcast that said, I don't get to spend a lot of time with my homegirls. Cause I'm a mom and I'm working or whatever she said but every Wednesday when that podcast drops when I'm on my way to work I'm listening to y'all because it's like a check-in with my homies on just living life and I get a chance to laugh and have a good time with y'all mm -hmm. and so for us it's bigger than just saying this is what you do if you have cancer it's like no this is how we're living life because when you get cancer that's the thing that Michelle did she was like no it's time for me to keep living like I'm going to live and that's why I believe that she's still here granted she was diagnosed very early she found the lump herself while she was bathing she was in the shower she was like oh I felt something yeah she went to the doctor and found out that it was cancerous um, and they removed it but so yeah, we're encouraging women to you know go out and get mammograms. We're encouraging women to get in touch with their bodies and understand who they are. Um, we're encouraging women to go to the doctor, you know, and not just women, men, because men, men get breast, yeah, breast yeah, cancer yeah, too. Yeah. Men get cancer, period. Yeah. We all get cancer. Yeah, all kinds of yeah, colon. My, it's, my grandfather, it's who's my namesake, well, I'm the namesake. Prostate. My grandfather, he died in his he's 33. I never, obviously, I never met him. 33 died of cancer, but. For the men, speaking to men who are, back to women for a second, dealing with them. Like I have a parent, right? Everybody, well, at least in this room knows, you know, my mom. She now, it's always difficult to sort of speak to this idea of remission and all of that. Especially, it's never a comfortable, you never feel like you're in a safe zone. But mm. we know that it's been challenging, you know, as like children. But for my dad, I really had to watch him sort of struggle to figure that out. We lost his sister. Like we were, unfortunately, right in the room and she died. And... It was difficult for him, but I do wonder what are what's some advice for men in terms of supporting that woman, whether it's your wife, your mm -hmm. sister, your mom, what have you, when they're they're going not yeah they they're going through this, but they very much are looking to feel alive. But you're seeing a person who's sick. You know the, the just, mm -hmm. you know the interesting thing. There was a, a African woman 
who uh, who spoke to what you're saying, um, Mally, in terms of supporting women um, with uh, their health. And she was saying that uh, for men, we should um, suck our women's titties. Do you agree with that? Oh, what? That's whoa, 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 Listen, can we rewind? It was supposed to be a joke. Thank oh, okay. about to go there stats. No, listen. So there's, a, there's a stats about. I mean, I I don't know about that. I, I don't have to have cancer for you to do that. Bro. <laughs> It's supposed to be a joke. It's a bad yeah, joke. Yeah, the whole room was like, oh, I was like, what? For the record, y'all, Barn is a very dark thespian. So yes. it gives we, can, we can edit that shit out. Here's the thing. Less women are dying of cancer, but more women are, uh, are getting it. Mm-hmm. And the reason is, you know, well, A, is it the food? we're living longer, mm-hmm. obesity, mm-hmm. the food that we eat, the lifestyle that we live. And they, and they also equate it to um, women having children later in life. Okay. There's something going on sure. with if, you're, if you have a baby and I guess maybe breastfeeding and all of that. That's this is around breast cancer. Oh. So it's very so that's why when you said it, when you said that if a man is, you know, sucking on a woman's breast, I, I won't say it the way you said it. I mean, mm-hmm. I could, but I'm trying to be a little. Yeah. You know, yeah. We were on the well, mic. That, you know me. I'd be like, we're on the mic. So I'm trying to, you know. I might be like, you know. <laughs> but but I think I'm gonna tell you why I think it differs as it relates to women, especially in terms of caregiving. You know, we've all probably had family members at some point who've had the battle with cancer, any yes. other illnesses, sometimes terminal, sometimes not. But for women in particular, and again, like Kenny, like most of us in here, I grew up with like all women, great grandmother, mm-hmm. grandmother, mother, everybody in between. Because women have a, a, a additional set of burdens that center around being beautiful, that center around caretaking, that center around so much more, there's a lot more to her person that she's looking to protect mm-hmm. that oftentimes it can be very challenging for a man to step in and say, oftentimes, you know, when you want to feel good, you're telling somebody something that will make you feel good. Mm-hmm. Like, look, don't worry about it, you know. I got you. Don't think about this. But they, in fact, are thinking about this because their entire life they've been thinking about this. To not think about this is for them to give up their personhood. Mm-hmm. How do you deal with that when a lot of times much of the madness that women has have accepted as this is me, I, this is being a good woman, a lot of it is nonsense. And now you're at a time when you need to give up that and be a human and you don't know how. How do you support her and help her become that person if she's fearing that if he sees me in this state, I lose my femininity. Mm. And femininity's got a well in some well, ways yeah, a lot more impact. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be very, very, very brief. We're yeah. in a very um complex, difficult world where people are constantly trying to def- to to um identify. Mm-hmm. So feminine femi- feminism, mm-hmm. masculinity, mm-hmm. I get I get that. I think People need to step out into their humanity. Of course. But um, right now, they aren't there yet. They're, they're right not now, there the, yet. the stereotypical norms are very much... They're, they're so engraved that very often when individuals seek to step out of it, all they're doing is reacting to what's already been the established norm. I got you. So, but if you... <clears throat> I think this goes in any relationship. Man and woman, friend. You know, a lot of times we treat people the way that we want to be treated. 
But sometimes you have to treat people the way that they want to be treated. Wow. And you may have to ask the question, how can I support you? Damn, D. Message. Message. Yo, it's D. Yo, what you doing over here? (laughs) I mean, that's, you know, that's, that, that's, that's the reality of it. That takes a lot of humility. And you know what else? You know what else? This, and this, this is, this is so real. I don't know if black men know just how much we truly love you and they don't need you. They don't. And so they don't. Hold on. Let me finish. Mm -hmm. Because if you if you did, uh, if you did, then you would know just by showing up and being there for me. That's enough sometimes, you know, and I had and, you know, I don't want to put my personal life on the mic, but why not? Um, I was, I was, I was dating someone, um, that I, you know, that I had known for some time or whatever. And, um, I do pretty well for myself. He wasn't doing as well for himself as I was doing for mine, you know, but that's fine. Um, he had children and so on and so forth. And, um, he told me one time, he's like, you never really let me in. And I was like, he's like, you know, all you ever really talked about, um, He's like, you know, we would talk about different things because we had great conversation. He said, but it was only work that was like an issue for you, you know. And I was thinking, I mean, I'm fortunate enough that that's really what it is. I mean, these these bills, I'm mm-hmm. handling them by myself. But I just told you, he wasn't making no dough. It's like, homie, you can't help with the bills. But guess what he was really helping with? When I would come home and I needed somebody to put my head on their shoulder, like he, he was, was there for me. Mood. Like he, you know, where we would be on the telephone, he was checking for me on a constant basis. It was consistent. He was there. I could emote when I was with him. I could get off when I was with him. Like, listen, nope. we, we had a good time. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We were talking. But, the, but he, he couldn't see that. He could not see because he felt like I didn't need him. But I did. The need was there. The need, what I needed was you. And it you was know, like that you wasn't know, one enough. Of the, one of the challenges is, I think, you know, for men is that um, there is a certain um, messaging about manhood and masculinity. You know, we read this thing last night, uh, uh, this most yeah, that was wacky. Yeah, it was a little. What, it was most a little from, yeah, it was yeah, a. Yasin Bey. Yeah, yeah, so, so yeah, we were at it. Robert Glasper? No, no, no. So we, so we were at a thing. Um, you're talking about uh, masculinity and blackness, and I think one of the things that challenges a lot of black men is the messaging around masculinity and blackness, and then to take that messaging and then present it to yeah. But, but our, let's be let's, let's let's be clear. Mm-hmm. A lot of black male masculinity is following white masculinity. Yeah, for sure. Cowboy culture, in that you know what cowboy I mean? culture. Well, and that's, I mean, prob- that's problematic. But in, in, you know what? We 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 almost we're not done yet. Let me right? tell you something about white masculinity versus black masculinity as a black woman. I don't want white masculinity. <laughs> I don't. I mean, and 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 I need. I I want men to know that. You know, I um. My need is my my need for a black man is so real. I'm not thirsty. It's biological. This shit is it's just hey, listen, real. Listen, listen. For those of you who haven't seen Danielle Brown, but yo, just just real quick, so you know, we kind of ran over the whoa, last whoa, whoa, segment. Whoa, 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 well, we ran over the last segment, so we so we gonna, no, we gonna no, keep no, it. We got a minute. What okay. I wanted to say mm-hmm. is this: is that um. 
you're saying stuff that we don't get to hear because we live in this environment where everything is this, you know, spectacle type of appeal. Mm -hmm. Yo, that's real what you're saying. Yeah. Um, black men who are interested in evolving as human beings, they should be very uh, in tune to what you're saying. And that means getting in tune with yourself. A lot of yes. these ideas around husbandry and things of this nature yes. were not yours. You, you, you learned that when you got here. Got mm -hmm. here. This is the reason you can take your behind back to the continent, and you should if you can, and you can see various ideas around the black woman as it relates to your overall communal health and not simply an appendage to your reality as a piece of property like that white man when you got here. And again, that's not a racist statement. That's a historical fact. Mm -hmm. This is, you know... And, and and another historical fact is that if you study the American experience, which is a white nationalistic experience Certainly. in and of itself, Certainly. you will understand, yo, the black woman is the backbone of America. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yo, listen, I, I, you know, study poli race, politics, and history now, and you look at how black women have voted in every presidential election word up they've been the voice of reason mm -hmm. and common sense for sure even in your right even in your revolutionary movement your revolutionary you want to go to you want to go to the party you want to go before the party go party. to the you want to go before Every, the garvey who the vanguard unquestionably has, has been always black women period always period. always period. so so i want to let's take a quick break i want to talk about messaging mm -hmm. because for some reason, there's a disconnect in the messaging. Mm -hmm. Between so, black men and black women? We'll, we'll get to that. Okay. Oh, all right. So, all right. So, black so men, black women. I want to come back. Right. I haven't right. even left yet, but right. I want to cool, come back. Cool, cool. So we're going to take a quick music break. We're going to get into some ignorant yeah. black music, and nah, we'll be back. Nope. Some, some, some regular we, we shit. We might have to play all right. some, some real... Play, play some Nas. I'm from Queens. I saw Nas. Nas? Nas. Yeah. All right. Someone to talk me off the bridge any day or night She teach me how to live, she ain't afraid of life Not easily impressed with the rich and famous life Cause she done been there and heard all the rumors before She love art, she ride out with me on my music tour She like the herbs, natural medicine, she cooking good She tell me everything is cool and they ain't looking good For real, the world's so ill Yo, I want a girl so real Who not after material wealth but get dough still Or maybe an educator, a lady with etiquette Who could be from out the hood or either work for the president As long as there's no selfishness Yes, as long as her love for the people is deep-rooted and evident You could be easily recruited, you haven't sent Your smile put me at ease, you the woman I need, but where is she? Where is he?
people write me hostile texts on the counter. My lifestyle's perception invade my personal life out of the question. What are they expecting? I be trying to reply them. They never suppose I get my quiet time in. They think forever I'm rolling the dough, swimming in a pool of cash. Guys, wouldn't they know? What am I a fool to ask? I'm well known. Got people coming at me mad. I had to tell homes I don't keep a cell phone. My bad. I drag off the L and try to silence it. The noise in my head, the curse of the talented, strong communicator, vagabond, a gallivant around the equator. And that will get me off the radar. It's so intense. I'm on my Lilo and Stitch, pour my Pinot Grigio crisp with some lime. Yo, is this an immaculate version of me and my bitch? My biggie with all respect, 'cause you the only one who gets me. So we're back. Um, so um, what? Uh, but no. So you say we're gonna come back and talk about messaging. Yeah, we're gonna talk about messaging. So, so Danielle, you said in our last segment, you said you know uh, black men don't recognize, don't understand how much black women need them. Why are black men, some black men, not getting that message? Well, and some, I'm not saying that we're not. Some black men are not getting the message mm-hmm. because some black women are not delivering mm-hmm. the message. Um, some black men are not getting the message because they don't want the message. Mm-hmm. Some black men are not getting the message because they don't want black women. Mm-hmm. Um, and some black men are not getting the message because some black women don't want black men. That's not my story. I could only speak for myself. And let me back up. And for the record, this is only Melly's position. <laughs> if you don't want a black woman, you are not a black man. And I do not make that statement as a statement speaking to heterosexuality. I'm saying if you do not want a member of your community to be in any sort of a relationship because they are black, you are not black. You mm-hmm. are what I would like to call a African American. You like that hyphenated existence. Coon. And that's fine. Everybody got their choice, but you're not black. There's no way that Garvey's black, that, that, that Kwame Ture is black, that Malcolm's black, all them cats is black, and whoever this mysterious clown is we're talking about is also black. So we want to, for the record, say it straight. So I mean I mean I think you know and that's and that's fair to say Mally I think um but for for a black woman a beautiful black yes, woman thank you um I love the way you look at me out the side of your eye when you say that I, I can't I because it's hard I listen man like I, I <laughs> listen I'm, I'm I'm trying to protect myself so I mean for for a beautiful black woman mm-hmm. to want a black man um and there's I'm sure there are a lot of black men. I'm catcalling you all the time. Are you sure? Well, I'm not. Okay. So l- let's speak to that. Yeah. 
black men are not catcalling, may or may not be catcalling. Uh, so there's a lot of black men out there that are afraid of D Brown. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, mm-hmm. but I, I'm not going to apologize for being who I am. Okay. I believe that, um, you know, I, we were talking about this a little bit earlier. Um, I have been independent for a very long time, and I'm sick of it. I'm grateful for the fact that I um, can live an independent life, that I can pay my own bills and so on and so forth. But the truth is I would much rather live my life with someone as opposed. We're going to let Kenny get settled because he's <laughs> Loud ass fucking <laughs> shoes and shit. He's saving all glove in here. He's Yo, but, so, so just for the record, so we start. Yo, we started this podcast. There was no smacking, no snacking. What the fuck? That, even yo, though Kenny was in the yo, room, but he replaced his smacking and snacking with, with the fucking boots. That's what we doing? That's what the fuck we doing? So, so, so it just disrupted all of the, the, the gold she was dropping. All right, so so go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, Danielle. I'm sorry. Um, I don't even know what she's talking about, man. Clock, 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 clock. Nah, go ahead. Or a single black woman is beautiful, man. Nah, but you know what? Nah, but for real. And this this is not obviously speaking to the sister alone. Like, Mm -hmm. there was a statistic fairly recently, Mm -hmm. right? It was like 70% of black women were single in America. That is astounding. For those of any of us who study history, when you start to think about general human social engagement, human development, I don't know of many comparable statistics. Like, I don't know. I mean, maybe Europe, Moldova, where you got freaking... Moldovans selling their organs, men in the street, but I don't know of too many situations where you can have male-female relations that are that drastically sort of incompatible. That's almost unheard of. You know what's interesting? Like, you know, when we we had Dr. Barbara on the podcast not too long ago, and I raised a question about, um, you know, there are uh, a lot of men who are growing older, and um, as they age, they're far more lonely. And they're dying because of loneliness. Dr. Barber raised the point that um, a lot of black men leave their families um, because of societal um, impressions from society, financial reasons. Um, what do you think about that? Well, I think that first, uh, I, I'm sad because you're saying that we're dying. But the truth is, like how you just said that men are dying alone um, I read something recently that said that women are three to 10 times more likely to die if they are alone and disconnected Mm -hmm. versus those who have a sense of community and connection, Mm -hmm. Um, which is why the podcast for us is so important because we do believe that we offer that sense of connection and encourage community. Um, Men who are leaving their families, you said, because of societal norms. Is that what you societal said? norms, societal norms that deal with fin- finance and, and, and well, like we said, the white right masculine. I mean, with this, this, so 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 here's the thing: here, there's a level of commitment and willingness, right? That I believe that we have to have um, to succeed, and as we a, also as a, as, as a unit. As a unit. As a unit, if you're in a relationship with somebody in a marriage or in a committed relationship and you've decided that this is what we're going to do, fucking do it. Yeah, because yeah, you'll, right? you'll do it at the job. But at the same time, see, the, back in the day, people wanted to stay together for for longer periods of time or the, the, the ability to leave wasn't what it, what it is today, right? But 
at the same time, we also have to understand that sometimes you have a good run, mm-hmm. right? And sometimes it might not you be gotta an look at something, run, right? and it might not be an extended run, mm-hmm. and and that's okay too. So it's it's really being able to find the the in between there. I do think that we give up too quickly mm-hmm. sometimes. You know, you got to be sure you're sure. You know, before when we were in uh, across the street, I told you that I was in a relationship for four and a half years. We broke up for three years. Three years later, we got back together. Why? Because we ain't together no more, mm-hmm. fellas. <laughs> <laughs> Period. <laughs> We ain't together. That is over. This but like a moment I had to make sure same. I was sure. Like, mm-hmm. I loved him, and he loved me. And I was like, yo, we, we tried it again. And when we got back together, I, I was like, yeah, no. no we it. broke that's up. that's beautiful that you can say that. Yeah. But, 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 but see, it's his, not destructive but his, to that man's his, character. No, he he's a good well. man. But his, his, he's a, a good man. But what's that thing? Here's the thing, though, right? America, first of all, as black people in the American experience, we have to understand how we got here, right? How we got here, think about how we got here. Um, America was part, uh, practicing in slavery at a time where the rest of the world says, you know, we're not going to participate in that anymore, at least not on the books. Mm-hmm. America was like, nah, we would it. This transatlantic slavery shit is working out for us. Yeah, there was a time when slavery was bringing in more money in the United King, States than any other King industry, King Cotton. than King, railroads. King Cotton. Any, yes, right. Yes. So those relationships that Black people had with one another, you can be in New Orleans, you can be in Alabama, you can be in Virginia, you can be wherever you were at. You were with your woman because of this social caste system. As it is, you had to leave your woman because someone was deciding to sell you and your woman mm-hmm. and your child. Mm-hmm. And that man went from New Orleans to Alabama, leaving his wife, his children, wherever he was at. She leaving him wherever she was at. She had to, to figure out a new way to live. He had to figure out a new way to live. Before they can find out a new way to live, they had to get transported somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So there was this my there was this forced migration. You feel like that causes trauma? Absolutely. There's trauma in our it's trauma in our DNA. DNA. But you know what? But, 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 but I will say this, I want to speak to always to, to both sides if we can. Well, it's numerous sides, but we definitely want to salute the women and men who through all of that still said, you know what? I'm gonna go. Again, cats like my grandfather, Mr. Rome, shout my grandfather. That cat came to freaking North, and as some of the stories went, thought he was going to New York. Poor pronunciation, old Geechee talking brother. Mm. But a year later, made sure to have every one of his kids and my grandmother up here with him. And that was That's rare, numerous though. times. I don't, well, here's, here's what I will say. That's rare in the sense that in a system that is forcing your migration. <clears throat> no, certainly, certainly. That you get to pick and choose and get your family together. That's rare under those circumstances. But that's, but, but that's the point that we want to make always is whether it's rare or not, I have to look at the statistical analysis. What we do know, though, is some tough choices were made. Mm-hmm. Of course. And absolutely. so at any point in time today, we want to make sure that we're making those tough choices to say, you know what? In our favor. I'm going to hold this mess together. Yeah, but here's my problem. Here's if, my... If, 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 A, if I can, and B, of course, if but, it's worth it. But here's my problem, right? D just said 
she had a dude who she loved and he loved her. Mm-hmm. Often, yo, you go on Twitter, you go on Facebook, you go on Instagram, you go talk to your girls, you go talk to your boys, you watch the 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 programs that's presented mm-hmm. before you. Run on networks by your enemies. Yes, mm-hmm. by your enemies, mm-hmm. your oppressors. Only gonna broadcast something Always, to their benefit. Yes, to their benefit. Sure. Black men are meant to be perpetually immature. For sure. And me and you talk about that For all sure. the time. For sure, yeah. Black women are the backbone of I this mean, society. Yeah. Think, yeah. First of all, right? how rarely do you hear that together? You don't hear really the reality is it be black women versus black guys. Mm-hmm. Yes. No. That's be guys. So, 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 so in that regard, what D is saying is that you have a, you have, an, at least in our generation, right? Mm-hmm. We, we, you know, we got to start talking about our generation. The women have been cultivated to be proud of their success, mm-hmm. but at the same time, they have their partners in success. Of course. That white, yo, I, I said it when Chichi and I were dating. If you're in a position to do so. Y'all got married at 12, right? Yeah, we got married <laughs> at 13. We got married at 13. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's a running school, joke. Y'all. But I am oh, coming right. up on my 20th it's anniversary. Cool. Yeah, so you, shout out to Chichi. And Mally is 23, by the yeah, way. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> But we did, the reality is, you know, we did make some tough choices, but I did say to her, I was a young man, but I feel fortunate to knock on wood to have had the insight. I said, I don't want that white man in my house. And by that, what I meant was... The concept. Yes. I, it was, it became clear to me. I may have been, it became clear to me. I may have been not nationalistic and idealistic, but it became clear to me that if we become too dependent, too dependent on some white man paying my wife, that white man is in my bedroom, and by that white man, I don't mean an actual man who happens to be you mean, a European. You mean sim- wow. the symbolism of it? Oh, certainly, exactly. And that was a very tough choice, and I'm very appreciative to have had somebody to be willing to go along with this long neck freaking kid, you know, with these ideas. <laughs> That's However, listen. It was challenging. When, when you, t- I mean, listen, salute, Mally, honestly, oh, because when you think about. Um, you know, we were just talking about where we were as a people back in the day. Where we are right now, black women are the most educated segment in the world, or at least in the United States. Definitely. Um, they are um, the fastest growing group of entrepreneurs. Like, we are getting busy. We're good, man. Oh, sorry. Um, This guy is giving me stuff to read. I don't know what's going on. I can't even read it. I'm like, what? Okay. Um, So, um, yeah. So, so yes, we're we're this person, but the need for a partner is still there, right? And we have to educate each other on our growth and what's needed. And we have to have more conversations with each other. That's why I talk to y'all. I mean, I know you know that I have this passion for working with young girls and I love what y'all do with the young men. And from an early age, we have to start teaching them how to interact with each other. We got to do it at this age. We don't know how to interact with each other enough. And then, so it's just like, you know, if you think about, Black Panthers, right? Like how 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 that evolved and and the the time that we took to 
pull each other into rooms and, and, and storefronts to have these conversations and to educate one another. We need to put that same type of force and energy behind having conversations about how do we get along right. because we need each other to exist. No, you're right. Like, it's, it's a serious need, matter. Yeah, more than you need masters and PhDs. Like, at the end of the day, Word. we run our STEM program. Pers- we say this all the time. We don't care if you become a freaking programmer. We care if you can go home and hug your mother. Our mm. students is like, yo, man, why are we learning this shit? This shit is stupid. <laughs> but you know, but hold on. But I do want to bring something up. You, you, you gave a very good point. Wait, wait. So, but I, there was just one more thing that I want to say. So this was, so, so we do have a responsibility to educate each other and to talk to one another. And as men, right? Because girls, women. A lot of times we'll get together social, yeah. and we'll socialize with mm-hmm. one another. We will talk about what's going on in our marriage or, you know, maybe, and you know, they teach you, oh, don't tell anybody your business, whatever. But you have that one friend that you're going to tell like, <laughs> yo, this is what's happening or whatever. Men, like, that's why I love y'all. What y'all have going on at the Brooklyn, this is some official <laughs> shit. I tell people about y'all all the time. That's like, yo, you want to meet them? You should go have a conversation <laughs> with them because we need more of this. Mm-hmm. People don't know that this exists. People mm-hmm. don't know that this is happening and it's so important. Sorry, Mally. So, no, 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 sorry. so we're we're gonna we're gonna take another quick break, okay. um, and we'll be right back. I've been going silly for the west side. You might catch me rolling where the red rides. Ain't no opposition, I'm the best ride I might take my city on a test drive You don't wanna see me on a good day You don't wanna see me on a bad day I was just a with some hoop dreams Now I'm in the league, now I'm in the league I can slam dunk but I just lay go Smoking Wake up, may not understand me cause it's all real And I don't really give a d*** your feel Baby, I'm just tryna let my hair down Baby, I'm just tryna let my hair down Everybody's watching, I'm aware now But I can't find a reason I should care now Baby, I'm just tryna let my If I take off my coat you promise to stay If I give you my heart Would you throw it away? Do you mean what you say When you tell me you love me? Do you really? Do you really? Pretty bitty there's a numerologist, got your number where I live I'ma get you out of pocket like a quarterback blitz That's an everyday faucet, make it wet, make it rent Skeletons in your closet, but your past don't exist Got a pad on your list, got a pad on your lot Calabas ain't the move, that's where everybody live Plus the mountain is hot, you forgot what you got Hold up, nuisance I recommend a moan with a toaster I recommend a beer for the juices I recommend you live with a truth Psychedelic views and affinity pools You're checking out Once I sweat them
of my cold You promised to stay If I give you my heart Would you throw it away? Do you mean what you say When you tell me you love me? Do you really? Do you really? You got a point that you wanted no, to make. No, I was, I was echoing a point that you had made. You made a point earlier in the first segment where you you had you you made a statement about ask being able to ask an individual when they're in a moment of crisis an important question. That question was, "How can I help you?" Mm-hmm. And that's actually a point that if y'all remember mm-hmm. the, the John Allen Muhammad, y'all remember that cat, super wild dude, freaking. Killed a bunch of cats. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, and uh, Maryland. Oh, in Maryland. Yeah, it's the, crazy story. With the young guy priest. Young exactly. That's so, they were death DC, eligible. The D.C. sniper. The D.C. sniper. They were death eligible, too. So my aunt, my aunt Lorraine, had an event in, right outside of Patterson. So we went there. It's fundraising. And the sister was there, right? The sister, she's dead powerful. Oh, sister. I, I know this. Yeah. And the sister's telling her story about abuse and this man trying to kill her and all this wildness. And I'm thinking, man, this story's freaking outrageous. So... We come to the close of her, her narrative, and she lets us know that she's Mildred Muhammad. She is the wife of John Allen Muhammad. Yeah, come wow. to find out, his the case of his story was that, in, in short, he was actually trying to kill her. Mm. He was This man was trying to... She wrote a book about it, the whole nine. It's not as popular as Nathaniel. He was the first you know, super black serial killer. But she was the initial target in all of those instances. And once he realized that he could not kill her, he then began to target other people. And where she comes into this conversation is now she does all of this incredible, incredible therapeutic work on helping people deal with trauma. But she makes the point that one of the most important questions you can raise to someone in a moment of crisis, but I've taken it in terms of life, period. When you're simply trying to genuinely be of service, be of help, whether it's in a spouse relationship or not, being able to ask, how can I help you? And it's a challenging question oftentimes in a spousal dynamic, because a lot of times, especially as a man, you may think that you do know what this person wants. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it is better to flat out be that vulnerable and ask, how can I, help? what can I do in this relationship? Now, of course, typically when you're at that moment of challenge, you're probably feeling defensive. She probably feeling defensive. The last thing in your mind is doing anything for this person. But very often it might be in our best interest to ask those kind of questions when it's not yet in the moment. When it's yeah. in high school. And, um, I, I, well, so I, I want to kind of go, and, and I, and I want to hear your <clears throat> opinion of this, you know. I'm, you know, writer, and uh, one of my favorite novels is Their Eyes Were Watching God. That's my favorite book. Right? So so, so you know why I'm bringing this up. Okay. So here we have this relationship mm-hmm. between TK yeah. and Jane. Mm-hmm. Jane or Janie? I can't remember. Janie. Janie. Um, and you know, he told us, like, yo, keep your money, you live off what I give, what I make, that's how we live. Um, why is that not commonplace among the relationships that we have right now, where the man gives what he can and the woman gives what she can, and every and it's a balance, and, and the love is just really like the thing that's the main focus. Well, society. I mean, 
that's you know it's 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 a it's a force that we live in um it's um unfortunately this impression that's been placed upon us that nothing is enough mm -hmm. the desire to keep up with everything and everyone else around you mm -hmm. um this social media shit will have you bugging, no, out. bugging out so the very I, concept of love gets distorted i mean yo it's like you got some good shit going at home and you so caught up in what you think so-and-so got going on that you don't even you realize that this is right. the bomb. Right. Um, and, and do you think that's only for one gender? Is that only for everybody? No, I think that's for everybody. But what do we have to say about practicality? Like, yeah, but, but you, you know... About practicality in a relationship because that's something that oftentimes I personally don't hear expressed enough about because perhaps it's unfashionable... There's so much centered around love. But when I think about, not to make the past some glorious times, it was a bunch of BS happening. However, the reality is, it seems that generations that preceded us, going back further and further, had a greater appreciation for the practicality of relationships. Today, the moment a woman mentioned money, oh man, she can go, baby. As if money is not a resource. You, like, you know what like, I mean? Like it's a fake, misty thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. what, what is, you know, what do we have to say, especially those of us, we're older in this room, there's some Are benefits we? to, I'm, yeah, I'm a little, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Why, first, do we feel that practicality should be a part of the decision making when approaching a relationship? So well, I, I think one of the interesting yeah. things is, is that the, the, the identification and def definition of the word practicality. Yes. Right. Exactly. So I think, so I think therein lies the challenge because that, for some people, is a very subjective word. You approaching mm -hmm. it from the objective perspective. Mm -hmm. Practicality, the functionality, does it work or does it not? Mm -hmm. But some people's idea of what works and what not, does not work has to deal I, with I, some I material think, shit. Yeah. I, I think black people in this American experience um, have have always had a difficult time of establishing a value system amongst the women have had a difficult time adjusting the value system. The men have had a difficult time adjusting the value system as a union between men and women. Or, look, those aren't the only relationships that exist. Yeah, and no, there's right other right relationships yeah. that exist. But all of them all the of same them, All of them has had the same challenges. And those challenges have been that we have been, um, by nature of what we look like, we've been a part of a social caste system where... This system has put us in the in the bottom of that, and as, and as a result of that, we have not really been able to reflect on that and develop our own value system. So as a result of that, we've suffered. Women and men, men as individuals have suffered. Women as in, as individuals have suffered. Men and women get together. Black as a unit as a unit have suffered and as a result we have not been able to build and i don't know what it takes for us to figure that shit out so you got to start it takes some real level models. of communication like mm -hmm. communication is um underrated what would you tell me a married man or a single man what would you tell a single black man who loves black women how to navigate what what would you tell a married black man who loves his woman? I, would, I would tell. I would tell. I would tell a single black man to quit the shit. 
quit the shit. Quit the shit, first of all. Like enough. I I mean, I mean, (laughs) well, yeah. Like stop with the bullshit. Like if if you listen, if you with the shits, stay with the shits. Mm -hmm. You know what you fucking with when you fucking with somebody like me. If you ain't ready for me, leave me the fuck alone. Right? Be honest. But then admit that we all have we all have a history. We all came here from on one way or another, and some of us got some shit with us. Yeah, definitely. It, it's the reason why I am who I am. That's okay. Let's talk about it. Okay. Understand what, you know, they have this thing, the five love language. How what do I communicate? So the five love language means how do you, how do you love and how do you want to be loved? So some people like affection. Some people want to be touched all the time. Some people like gifts. Some people think that um, um, uh, uh, acts of service is is the way that they receive love. Some people do it through, um, I already said gifts, um, quality time. You know, it depends. But here's here's the thing. If your wife loves quality time and you buying her diamond rings, she don't give a fuck. Yeah, it's like, love, eh. it, yeah. Oh, connect. see, he walked in love language immediately. <laughs> yeah. So that's what, you know, so th- there's a disconnect. You got to understand your partner, right? Forgiveness. If I make a mistake and you want this to work, forgive me. I'm sorry. So one, but, one, I know one issue that certainly emerges, and this is, I imagine, any community, but I'm focused on my community. In our community, that issue of forgiveness can get tricky. What does forgiveness the level like? of forgiveness? Forgiveness yeah. means acceptance. Like? I'm gonna tell you what forgiveness okay. looks like. Accepting the grievance. Accepting what'd you say? The grievance, accepting yeah, the grievance. Well no. Or accepting that it's happened. Mm. Okay. Right? This shit happened. That's Ooh. that's you did that to me. <laughs> but and either either I'm going to accept it and and when you realize that you did something to me, you also gotta be like, yo. I did that. I shit. did that to right. you. So you right. You can't just be like, "Yo, get over it." Yeah, you took my accountability. It's like, "Yo, I'm hurting. Yeah, you hurt me." And and here's the other thing: accept responsibility for the fact that we both have to accept responsibility. I have to accept responsibility for the fact that I've given you enough power to hurt me. That mm. shit makes me mm. mad. When somebody point. hurts yeah, yeah. me, oof. that's a good mm. point, though. So now I want to <laughs> add. And so accountability. You 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 use the word Yo, accountability. accountability. You, you use the word acceptance. Mean. What is the what is the main challenge to accountability and acceptance in that regard? The main challenge to accountability is just like you hurt me, right? Admit that you hurt me, right? Accept that you hurt me. What's the challenge? What is the challenge that keeps a person from self awareness? Take that taking that ownership. Sometimes you don't want to know who you really are. Mm. That's a good point. Okay. Yeah. 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 I buy that because that might hurt even more. Yeah. yeah. That might hurt even more. Or oh, it might crush the person. To realize that you ain't. Because what? Because for real, what happened? And, I, and look, this topic. I don't know how we got to revisit this mad times. <laughs> this is this need to be unpacked galore. However, think about it. What happens if, let's say, if it's some woman? I'm thinking from my perspective. Some woman, she does something. She got to own up to it. But owning up to it would then hurt her. And whoever she becomes after she's that hill, I don't want that person. Mm. Or maybe, because the only reason I wouldn't want you is if you don't want you. A lot of times, individuals are hurting so much that they can't admit to themselves what they may have done. And even if they do, they don't. They don't want to see that person. What if that you person get is o- ugly to them? What if, what they if, don't want to be an ugly but, person. But what if you get over the hurt? And you're the person who was hurt. 
mm-hmm. and you're cool with the hurt. But but what if they're not yet? But so, the so person now, who did the but the person yeah. who did the hurt is still trying to find some and that's balance my, and, that's, or whatever. and that's the nature of But my the inquiry. person who's been hurt is like, yo, whatever, all right. So just real that's, quick, that's tough. I'm a, so we we we're gonna extend uh, the podcast just a little bit. We're gonna break right now. Cause we a lot well, of questions. We fuck with D though. Yo, we fuck with you. Yeah, this, this, we have to do these joints So, so, so uh, D yeah, has yeah. to use the lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which we yeah, would. Listen, listen. Yo, drink. So, so we go. So we gonna we gonna, we gonna take a uh, we gonna take a a, a a potty break and we gonna come back for uh, we gonna come back. You go, girl.
take me back. No, look, 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 so, so, so I'm, I'm, I mean, look, look, I want, mm-hmm. I want to be able to tell, cause look, um, for our listeners, your D is special to us. So if you see her, you better respect her and hold it down. Cocktail Straight up and cancer. down. Thank Listen you. to it. Um, subscribe. She's subscribe. She's a beautiful woman. I want to tell you, keep on your narrative. Mm-hmm. Thank that's you. What, that's what I would tell my daughter. I have one daughter. Um, I have a niece from him. A niece from him. Two. Two nieces from him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Jasmine. Um, like we, we and love five our of the community. white girls. And we understand, huh? Five oh, of yeah, the white yeah. girls. Five of the white oh, girls. Five of the white girls. Um, yo, be honest and truthful to yourself and hold yourself accountable. And then make sure everyone else holds you accountable. Mm. And everyone else is fair, but you do not owe anyone anything. As a black woman, that's how I look at it. Like, you. Uh, Black women have really, in this society that we exist in, if it wasn't for black women, we would not have this structure that mm-hmm. we live in. Um, and I look at my daughter sometimes, and sometimes I get a little bit frustrated. You know, like uh, Cardi B had hit me, and we had communication, and my daughter was like insane about that. I'm like, yo, who cares about that shit? Mm-hmm. But she was enticed by it. I see how she's influenced by her friends. I see the, the thing amongst her friends. And the thing that I would tell black women, black single women, is that never lessen yourself. Figure it out. Seek righteousness, intelligence, and, and don't bend. But it's going to take nonsense. a journey. But it's going to yeah, take a journey, journey to get there. Which but you, is why, you know, when we see our, our girls... And they're going through their journey the same way that we had our journeys. They have to have a story to tell. This is a reality. Like, you're not going to learn all your lessons through osmosis, unfortunately. Some you will learn. Maybe not the hard way, but your way. So, hopefully that's encouraging to any fathers, any uncles, any grandfathers. Like, it's tough. <laughs> it's tough watching and, your and, little and, girl And listen, listen. If you're, if you're a black a woman, woman in corporate America, don't bring that shit home to your crib. But you know what's interesting, especially if you have a a counterpart in your house who is a stand-up character. Don't bring what home though. Don't bring the culture of corporate America to your home because corp, corp, corporate America has created a glass ceiling for black women. But at the same and for time, black men. it relies on black women to make to their manage their affairs and manage mm-hmm. their affairs and make it run. And through osmosis. Any human is going to bring that home with them, whether you're a man or a woman. Mm -hmm. Men bring it home all the time. And it's accepted. But it's it's accepted. It is wrong. And it's still wrong. Mm -hmm. But it's not called out for it. Mm -hmm. Black women, and I'm only concerned about black women. Sorry. Yeah, so, it's so, like so, in the street. I, if you're in the street hustling, don't thank bring you. that mess we, home. We, we need somebody to be concerned so, about. So I do, so I, I, I do have a question. You know, both of you guys use the words osmosis. It's not going to come to you passively. It's, mm-hmm. It requires some mm-hmm. activation. So this is a question for the room. And uh, Dee, since you're our guest, I would like you to dominate this response as much okay. as possible. 
And she got to go to dinner. And she got to go to dinner. So, 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 you know, in the last segment, it's we MJ's ended. Birthday. Happy birthday, yeah, MJ. Happy birthday, MJ. MJ. Um, you know, we, we, we ended the last segment with a lot of questions. And so what I want to know, um, and this is more or less a popcorn. So, you know, you guys, was, you know, you offer up suggestions. Um, how do we rebuild and repair this rift that exists between black men and black women in romantic relationships? Um, I'm going to be real honest. When you said rebuild, like I got a knot in my throat because, um, I've been really hurt by some good black men Mm. and I've been hurt by some fucking assholes. Um, and my hope is that, um, I make better choices. Hmm. That's accountability. I said before that I I am often angry with myself when I give somebody the power to hurt me. Hmm. And I think that you only really give a fuck about what somebody did to you if you care about them. Hmm. And sometimes out of, and I said this to you when we were at homecoming, Kenny, sometimes out of like loneliness, you make poor decisions. Mm-hmm. You will, women sometimes will mess with a cat that in the right state of mind, you'd be like, I ain't rocking with him. And then you, then it's like, you heard me? It's like, ah, oh, man, come on. Um, but when you think about rebuilding, there's a level of respect that we have to have for ourselves and each other in order to rebuild. And there's some level of trust there also. Believe me from the jump. You know, a lot of times we go into, we operate from a place of lack and we don't, um, we automatically assume that you're coming to me with the shits. You know, oh, you single, I'm single. Oh, you in the streets, you not really checking for me or there's a game going on. But if I tell you that I'm interested, believe me. If I tell you that I'm a black woman who's doing okay for myself, but I really want a man in my life to step up and take control of the car that I really just want to ride shotgun, trust that. Because at this point in your life, time is scarce. You don't have that time. You don't have a plethora of time to just be given away. Yeah. I I mean, period. Like At this point in my life, I'm really trying to focus on things that I give my energy to. Mm. Period. Not just... Like, like even conversations, certain conversations. It's like, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not having that conversation. I'm just not doing it. But when it comes to men, you know, I just, um, I don't know. I think the way that we rebuild is to connect and communicate. That's it. There's no, there's no um, you know, rule book that we can go to. Like, let's go back to the book and look it up and figure it out. Like, no, this is about, and, and we have to understand the, the, what individuality plays in all of this. How I react to you is completely different than how another woman is going to react to you. And and so on. So just because you figured it out with this woman mm-hmm. doesn't mean mm-hmm. you're going to figure it out with me. Mm-hmm. you got to start all over again. Right. And you got to be honest with way. me about mm-hmm. the fact like, yo, I was hurt before. It's a lot of men out there walking around with broken hearts. And another thing is, men, especially black men, they don't bounce back from heartache the way no, that women do. Not at all. No, women, we wash it off, we yeah. get up, we keep it moving. No, but men, like, that's oof, that's when y'all are hurt, that- it becomes Jeez. their armor. Well, we're not even taught to 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 be hurt. Yeah, yeah. So to to be hurt, to be impacted, 
is a is and, 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 and I'm a, let me tell you something about me. I am and, and this is another thing. Let me be me. If you really want to build rebuild with me, I am a caregiver. When you come into the house, I'm what kind of tea you want? Like that's me. Take oh, his man, shoes off. G, like you that's have just a lot of dudes. So D, uh, your number door. is six four six. Your address no. is. No. But here's, but here's the thing not. about that. I, I I give you that when I'm giving you my all. Mm-hmm. And the and the issue that I have with dating and it's I feel so stifled in this dating world. You know, with the internet. Is because dating? I can't. The internet dating is not for me. It's right. just not. Um, I've tried it. I don't like it. I do not like it. And another thing that I don't like is I love I I love intimacy. I like being I, and I don't mean getting on. I like getting on, but I mean I like intimacy. I want to understand you. I want to talk. I want like open up. Tell me some shit you ain't never told nobody. You know what I mean? Like let's unpack that shit. And I go to therapy. I haven't been in a while, but I I was going to therapy since I was 19 years old. I believe in therapy. So when I'm talking to you, I'm digging deep. Like I want to have real conversations and everybody's not here for that. But here's the thing. Like if I'm a t- if I'm the type of woman, first of all, when it comes to intimacy, if you get me intimately, then you're gonna get me intimately, right? Period. Like that's, that's how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what you? First of all, apparently, ball is a comeback. Yo, y'all ain't up now. No, but that's a true story. But if I feel like you, if if you're at my house and I feel like. Tuesday, you was with Sally. Last week, you was with Shaniqua. The week before that, you was with Becky. You with everybody else, and you think I'm going to give you my all? Nah, no. you're getting... I, I can't... I'm not built that way. I can't give you... so, And that's a problem for me, because I'm the type of person I want to give you everything, and I can't if I know that you're giving yourself up to if everybody you, if you else. you divided and part, right. you and part right. yourself with somebody named Sally. And Becky. Yeah. Sally and from Becky. the Valley? Yeah. I, 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 said, I said those names purposely because <laughs> I was trying to show that like, people yeah. out here with the Sally and Molly and Becky. Yeah, well, anyway. So, 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 but yeah, mm-hmm. that, I mean, that's it. I mean, does anybody, I mean, because, oh, sure. I mean, because, I'm going to tell you this, mm-hmm. that what, what, what D is saying is, you know, you know, black men have been, um, you like we're we're on the bottom of the social totem pole in the, in this society, and as a result, we reflect the most harmful um, attitudes of this society at the same time, and there has to be some reckoning and self-reflection amongst black men, whether you're a black man from the street, whether you're a black man who from the from uh, high degrees because I know both and I know you know that you know I know you can come from the bottom and be one of the most brightest people in the world mm-hmm. but you you just don't have the support and you're not used to the support and you get succumbed and I also know people who have the the most degrees who are the most dastardly dudes out pretending to giving their best impression of what they think is whiteness in certain degrees but also I'll say this you can't blame everything on whiteness as a black man either. That's right. You, you, you personal to, accountability. Yeah, is you have yeah. to have personal take responsibility accountability and take responsibility. And I think black women, they deserve someone who's willing to take mm. that responsibility. Mm-hmm. For sure. 
That's, that's, a, that's what yo, I'm, I'm gonna. T- we're looking for y'all. It's like we. I'm we just out here. Up, I'm just out here by myself. Like what the? F- you know, like sometimes you'll be someplace. You know, you see. I don't know. Like I saw these women getting beat in a in a gas station. Yo, that shit was fire. Hell no, no. no. It was the gas station owners, a white dude. Yeah, they were. They, they were Middle Eastern or something. Guys, yeah. and it was one white guy who was involved. They but, were beating these sisters. Like, I, I mean, and homegirl said, like, yo, we out here by ourselves. What? And I, I mean, too. so t- so often I feel that way. Like, I'll, you know, I, I, rem- I remember I was at um, uh, Homecoming, two different stories. Once, well, first I was in New Orleans. I'm at a, a, a walking through a party or whatever. Some dude, like, touches my behind. I turn around and I'm like, yo, what part of the game is that? Right? <laughs> And he goes, what? He backs up like he was about to reach in his waist. He's like, I'm from Sh- I'm from New Orleans, shorty. Like, and I just so happened that this guy that I went to Hampton with was standing near me, and he jumped in front of me and like st- got he ready to. Up? He stood up for me, man. I will never forget this, yeah, Pooba. I, like I love guy. you, Pooba. Shout that guy out. Yeah, Pooba. Pooba, big up the Pooba. props. Yeah, Pooba. He jumped in front of me, and I remember thinking like I had to grab him. I was like, Pooba, we good. Let's go because I was like, we in New Orleans. He's from New Orleans. We yeah, not. We gonna go. But I love that he did. That. I felt protected. I was like, thank you, Pooba. You know, like I, I I appreciate that. And then another a separate incident is you know I, this is in my heyday. I was at a, a Hampton homecoming, and I was with my brothers from Brooklyn. Um, they did not go to Hampton, but they came down with me for this yeah, party. Know, I'm floating. It's so first year after graduation. Cool. I'm floating through homecoming. <laughs> Again, <laughs> somebody grabs my ass. I'm like, yo. Damn, D. But I was like, yeah, yo. Yeah. I mean, Kenny, <laughs> so shut what's, up. What, why do people think your ass is just like I don't grabs. know why they I, mean, know. I, I definitely don't walk around like I'm the type of ass nah, that you nah, should nah, be nah. trying to grab. I'm just I saying. Don't. Maybe your ass speaks for itself. I'm yeah, just well, Whatever. So the guy grabs my ass, but back then, I was a little... I turned around. I'm like, yo, I've, I've calmed down a bit. But back then, I was like, I was like yo, yo, what the fuck you doing? Yeah. But the way that he looked at me, I was like, he's about to hit me. Because he was kind of like, yeah, I grabbed it. And, you know, he kind of bucked up. So I bucked up. My, my initial reaction was like, I'm going to hit him before did he, he hits ass, me. Did he get his ass Yo, I swung on this man. Oh, yeah. He swung back. Up, no, no. Oh. He swung back like he was about to hit a man. Let me explain something to you. So I got my matrix on. I was like, Keanu Reeves. He He tapped me in my chin so hard. The next day I had a black and blue on my Mm. chin. They whooped his ass. But my homeboys were there. They whooped his ass. I didn't even know they was near me. They beat his his ass. ass. They came out of nowhere. But I was like, I felt so protected. We're the brothers. We're the brothers. This is what I'm trying to tell y'all, though, for the brothers that are listening. Every day I'm out here and life is grabbing my ass. Damn. Where y'all at? Mm-hmm. Where mm-hmm. are y'all? Mm-hmm. You, raised, you, raised a, you, you used a very strong word earlier in your description to or sort of speaking to you know what's needed. You, that word was like you got you to gotta connect. I think uh, another word that can be used that goes oh with that God. is disconnect. What to disconnect from. In our relationships, we got to disconnect from all of this other mess that's not helping our relationships. Mm. So... And um, you know, if I could take three takeaways from this conversation, conversation, and conversation, conversation, conversation. right? Yeah. Listen, man, it's the hot toddies talking to me. So, um, if I could take three words, for, yeah, to to, to yeah. Frank over at Branch Office, protection, accountability, and activation. 
Mm-hmm. Is that what you're asking? And reflection. And reflection. reflection. That's, you so gotta do your homework. Protect- you're a black activation. Man here, not- Listen, what, so run them down again. So protection, <laughs> yeah. accountability, activation, and reflection. Yeah, but it, so yeah. in that order, is there? Is there? No, a, no there's order. no order. Okay. Meet all of them shits. There's no order. Black man, look, look, and you know what? Stop being a part of the American mm-hmm. spectacle. Nah, for real. Disconnect. Disconnect anything. from all that mess, man. Pay attention. So disconnect man. from the disconnect American. From disconnect from yo, all I, this I, shit. Look, if, if you and, want it, like, yo, I say disconnect from everything that's not adding on to your community. Word up. I appreciate it. I don't care what it is. So yeah. And you know what all of that yes, sounds like that, to me? Care. I feel it like sounds like care. Care for me. Care for me. Yo, that's that's yeah, it. That's so, it. So, you might show up six hours late. Sorry, guys. So, sorry. I know how y'all do. Y'all be shutting them down. Somebody made a Jay-Z reference the other day on here. Y'all was like, uh, just so that you know, we don't fuck with that brother. I was like, so, so we don't subscribe to that. So, so let, let's let's cl- let's close this out because we well over Yo, time. So protection, accountability, activation, which really kind of falls under the umbrella. Of I love the activation. Care, do something. So we so black men are being charged and, with and, the and tax of care and accountability. We say that's number two. That's, that's number two. You add no to the definition. But this is the last thing I'll say. Black men are programmed in America to mm. be perpetually immature. Immature. You got motherfuckers walking around Grow up. 50 years old acting like they was in their 20s. Wearing fitteds yes, and sagging their pants. Their development is thwarted. It's thwarted. But here's the thing mm. I want to say. Because we got to hurry up and we wrap this D. up. D go. Oh, I love y'all too. Yo, shout out to D. Shout out to D. So now, now D, just for so D has dinner. Um, so if if you want to pay for D's dinner next week, D, what what did you say your number was? You said six. But I do want them to listen to the podcast. Please, please, please. And then you can find me that way. Slide into the DM. It's a great podcast. So with with that being said, this is the Brooklyn Combine. We are the Brooklyn Combine. We're signing off until the next time. We holler at y'all. We love y'all. Oh, we love y'all too. Thank you guys for having me. We love the women. We love the women. Thank you for having me. This is great. Yeah. I appreciate being here. Love you guys too. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate it. Hold up, son. Get excited to discipline. You know what I'm saying? For eating like he lied. He ain't lied. Hold up. Nobody can. Can't eat if I can't. Hold up. You can't eat, God. Hold up. Nobody eat, God. You ain't lying. Eat your food, kid. Take your temper to your toes. Take your temper to your toes. Song now. Hold up. Hold up. Cause he's a halfway. Dog that he betrayed. Got locked. That ass about to come home. Yeah. Smack. Let out your mouth. What the fuck you say? Break your feeble ass down. Yo, now ain't that the pot calling the kettle black? I used to pedal crack. You never sold drugs, so stop fronting. I push the war button. You cold panic. Use tools to fix your fucking face like a mechanic. Dramatic, dynamic, and underhanded. You say the shit that I say for so long, I can't stand it. The guard bandit, erupt like volcano. Send lava right on the yama. You blood farmer, what what? Hasa, gato, noodle pato, and balance the scales of slaughter. I rag discipline. Open your face, put on your cut, pour the handy in, sweep it. You fuck a papa, I can smoke properly. And it ain't even got to be handled on record. It's me and you, one on one. I'm only one, yo, the only one. It's the alphabet, the power counterfeit. Fortunate, fortunate, yeah. Who's fascinated? I get highly lifted and upgraded. You play a hated, body before I made it. My opposition, competition, you cold scratch. I guess
blast without serial numbers that don't match. CNN form, gang is calm, all the war, yo, you weak minded. Dumb death, the nigga blinded, left behind it, lost and found, you can't find it. John the Baptist, observe, mad water, surveillance, my style, exile, feeble and fragile. Never crew, fuck you up like we do. Two five, two five, two five, two CNN will shoot right through, set it off, what? Break you off, just like a big brick, top that shit, mix it, contaminate it, navigate it. Two five, the most hated, my satellite will orbit around. Planets by oxygen, we popping in. Kick through door, through rag and moccasin, you can't stop. See an A-Rap, let's see the habit you have. Bust a new train, Illuminati be the new age. Masquerade courageous, loud and boisterous to three stages. They try to get my thun, touch in cages. To get the words in, spreading like love, you halfway. Thug nigga, you betrayed, yo. I used to hang around with y'all, cover ground with y'all. Now flip, turn around and pull a pound on y'all. Dissolve, that weak shit, you thought just revolve like the earth at its access. I got access. To map this, pure blackness, yo attack this, blood sucker of the poor My power show approved, living on the fifth floor We at war, with the foolish, get deducted Loose points, they can't do this, like I do this So what, 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 what